Hello and welcome. My guests are Pumba, a rock band from New Jersey, and they have a new EP called Keeping Dogs in Houses, and they're going to start with a song called Horse Organ.
that was Pumba with horse organ. And they're making their way over now. Thanks for joining me, Pumba. Thanks for having us, Greg. Hi, Greg. Hey, Greg. No problem. So, um, before we start, if you could each go around and say your name so that we have voices. Philip Conine. Jack and Bronstein. Dan Lynch. Well, thanks for joining me, Phil, Jack, and Dan. So, uh, that song is called Horse Organ? Yes. How does one come up with a name for an instrumental song? Usually you take a word or more and you attach it to the song, um, usually via a computer. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Cool. We have like a lot of words that mean a lot to us. <laughs> Mostly, like a horse organ? Yeah, like yeah. horse. Like a lot of animal words. We don't go out of our way specifically to name things after animals, but I think a lot of the silly things that we talk about the most have to do with like animal faces and stuff. They, look, they just look really funny. <laughs> they, they, <laughs> do, so they do strange looking. <laughs> look at them. So, uh, if someone who's never heard you asks you to describe Pumbaa, how do you do so? I hate when people ask that. <laughs> well, sorry. I mean, I don't hate you for asking. I just like the only reason I hate it is because it's very hard to describe. Um, the most recent description that I've seen by people other than us has been um, on a Facebook event. We were described as dancey space rock. Yeah, mm -hmm. I saw that too. That's I was funny. I was pretty okay with that. <laughs> yeah, I don't like space rock because I think of like Hawkeye, who I hate, or like. Well, I guess Basement Three is good. Floyd. Oh yeah. You hate Pink Floyd? I, no. I would not mind a comparison yeah, to Pink Floyd. Neither, that, that nobody said that. Well, no one would. You made an offended people. noise. No, that was, that was like a... Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, people say... Like, I, I think generally template-wise, a lot of the sounds that we play with are what people have been calling a long time post-rock. Mm -hmm. But I think we all have a pretty um, tenuous relationship with that word post-rock. Yeah, I'd say so. Because, <laughs> like, it has a very boring stigma attached to yeah, it. Yeah, and a very, like, pretend, like, rock is dead. Like, <laughs> we love rock. Yeah, but also, we White make a lot of, like, life. really ugly sounds sometimes. Yeah. And that those aren't really always associated with post rock. Yeah, and all the bands that we, like, came of age listening to who are called post rock, like, are, like, the classic, like, Godspeed and stuff like that, um, yeah. all of them have sort of come out against how much they hate that word. Um, and I think we don't really take ourselves seriously enough to like, uh, get angry at somebody for using it, but also we don't take ourselves seriously enough to earn that title. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, post anything just sounds like you're really <laughs> pompous. Except for card. Postcard. Yeah, postcards. Post those are usually <laughs> pretty cordial. <laughs> so, Dan, Jack use a lot of pedals? Not really. I use two pedals. I use <laughs> <laughs> I only use five pedals and a tuner. And Jeff uses what five pedals and four What do they do? Three pedals and a tuner. Four usually goes for Yeah. Well we both we have pretty similar setups actually. The only thing different about mine is that I have like a whammy and a reverb pedal. Mm -hmm. But we both use two Delay pedals and one of our each of our two delay pedals doubles as a looper, mm -hmm. and then we, we both have distortion pedals. Yeah, and my and I have an extra pedal made by Death by Audio, 
shouts to death by audio for making a pedal that breaks all the time. <laughs> Basically what it does, it just like scrambles the feed of all the other pedals. It also can silence the feed by not working. Yeah. <laughs> it does that a lot. It browns out a lot, you could say. Yeah. Or it just doesn't, it's just like straight, <laughs> straight doesn't work at all. <laughs> And the creative process for Pumba is um well I mean <laughs> everyone's looked at Dan everyone being Dan so Jack and yeah Bill. everybody did look at me well um for most of the songs that are on our EP they were like I would just have an idea alone in my basement and I'd play it with myself um <laughs> play it with myself <laughs> uh, and then um. I'd like go to Jack's house and he would be there and we'd play it together and then Phil would be there later and then he would add beats and then the songs each had like a very distinct early identity that sort of changed as we kept playing them. Um, like there used to be a lot less going on in Horse Organ but mm -hmm. now it gets a little bit chaotic at points which I think is cool. I think like the evolution of our songs is mostly like Dan, they're mostly Dan's ideas and then it's me trying to figure out how to make whatever I'm doing less boring and more interesting. While still fitting. Yeah, while still fitting in the thing. Yeah. Then I'm the glue that makes the structure happen. <laughs> That's beautiful. What little structure we have. There's lots of like free sections. Mm -hmm. You won't hear it be like if you hear horse organ one time it's it's not gonna be like eight it's gonna be like eight bars one time and then like Twelve bars next time of like a certain section. Are most of the songs like, like that. Are most of the songs like that kind of free. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we we all are like pretty moody when it comes to playing music. So like there'll be times where we, where we want to play the the first part of Horse Organ for a really long time because we all feel like dancing or something. Um, but then sometimes we'll just be like this this sucks. Like I don't I don't feel happy right now. This is too dancey. And we'll play like the second part for a really long time and it gets all grindy and like really abrasive but like if we all feel good we'll be tight but if we're if we're in different moods then it just it falls apart it's really, it's really weird yeah we're like we all wear mood rings and like we do the same color then we like we we determine the amount of bars of each part that we play based on the spectrum of the mood rings yeah. the closer to red the less we play stuff yeah, the shorter amount of time it mm -hmm. goes. Yeah. Hmm. Just kidding. <laughs> so when you were recording, how did you decide how much to do of each part? Did you decide ahead of time? No, no, no. Did you no. just give each other cues while recording? Contact. We had the privilege of recording most of it live, so yeah. we could just yeah. like look at each other. And there were, and the things that uh, we had blocking the sound bleed mm -hmm. had little face holes in them. <laughs> they were huge face. They were cool. Huge face holes. Was it like those carnival things where you stick your face? <laughs> <laughs> they were basically kissing <laughs> boots no. with pedals in them. <laughs> cool. Mm -hmm. Do you guys want to play another song? Sure. No. What is this? <laughs> um, the next song is a song called Cool Tunes. Cool. Yeah. Tunes. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Greg. Cool. Uh, oh, sh uh, I did it again. That was on purpose. But yeah. So here is Pumba with cool tombs as they get set up to play cool tombs and while they do get set up i'll remind you that their brand new ep called keeping dogs in houses is now available which is very exciting
loud we're always so yeah. much louder than every other band that we play with <laughs> like yeah, so are you bragging well we um, play we never play either the bands that we play so. with are p words <laughs> yeah you can say whatever you want either the bands we play with are pussies or we're just not pussies and we're really loud <laughs> we're just like super loud in basements like people usually back up <laughs> when we go on i don't think if i don't think i agree that about uh, shit talking about other bands that we play. I hate every other band we play. No, I love bands <laughs> we play with. We play with a lot of awesome bands, like Ouchy Mouchy and everyone else is cool too. But Ouchy Mouchies are like our Friends. sister band. Yeah. Even <laughs> though none of us are girls. Yeah, they're all boys too. But <laughs> still a sister band. As far as volume, I, I don't think it's so much that the bands we play with are pussies. I think it's just that they have the common courtesy to know that when you play, when in you turn house. amplifiers up really loud inside of it, like, 
a meat locker of a basement <laughs> that it just that all the sound like gets lost in this little like, and also there are neighbors <laughs> to be considerate of um but we don't care about but, any of that. Yeah, but it's weird because like we're always the loudest band that plays, and we always go on at like one thirty in the morning. <laughs> so I feel like we're the loudest and rudest band that plays every time. But it's just so we can hear each other. <laughs> yeah, but concerned. actually though, yeah, that's like a legitimate concern. <laughs> and how do you guys end up in these basement shows that you usually play, as opposed to, you know, established venues? Well, Phil goes to a place called Temple University, mm-hmm. and there are people who live in houses there um, that go to the school and they like to party, so, you know, they have parties and we play it. Cool. So, in conclusion, we're not loud because we like to hurt people. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. Like, we don't use it as a tool of, like, being, you know, meanie, bully, band. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just we, natural. It's just, yeah, I mean, we just don't really feel, we get self-conscious if we're not playing it's part of at a certain sound. volume. Yeah, and also like I have a solid state amp that's broken. <laughs> the the tone that I need to not sound like an idiot <laughs> starts around like seven yeah. out of ten on the knob thing. So yeah, it's really frustrating when you're playing at a place that has a PA and they turn you down to about four and all your tone's gone. Mm-hmm. It's like it stinks. One time Dan had to play through somebody else's amp. And I sounded like Thin Lizzy. Jet Lake was stuck in my head all day. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, no, I was, no, no, I played the riff from it. No, I mean today. Oh, today? Oh, that's a great song. That's why. There's gonna be a jailbreak somewhere in this town. See me and the boys. We don't mess around. We're gonna break out of jail. We're not gonna be in jail. That was Pumbaa with Jailbreak. (laughs) So, let's talk about this record, Keeping Dogs in Houses, that you traveled to New York to record. Why did you do that? Well, um, over the internet, we befriended. um, Befriend and then befriended. Yeah, well, basically, I'll tell the story. So, I worked for a website called 365 Albums a Year, Rest in Peace. Um... Did you guys make it through one year? They made it through like two and a half years. I was only on for like six months. Um, But, yeah, so I got to basically like write up any album that I wanted to. And I became a huge fan of what I still consider to be probably the greatest band that's still doing things today called Celestial Shore. They're a pop group from New York City. Um, And so I like... Sam caught wind of the review. Sam Owens is the front man of Celestial Shore. Um, so we befanned him, and he liked the write-up. And then we like somehow stayed and communicate via Facebook, probably. So we asked him to mix our feed and said yes. Awesome. Record it. Record it and mix yeah. it. Yeah. So was it hard to record music that you usually improvise live? No, we basically just did exactly what we do live anyway. There were just just more microphones. Mm -hmm. The the plan was to just bang it out and then mix it that night. And then leave with a finished EP. And then... It took like six months. Yeah. Well, it took six months of not doing anything. It took about four days, but those four days happened to be spread over. We took like a huge break. Well, we only did... After we recorded it, because we did, like, I don't know why, but... We only did recording for two days. Yeah. 
And I, I think we were, after the first time we recorded, I think we were all a little bit like, like we were really excited, but we were all a little disappointed because I think it was just the shell shock of learning that you couldn't just do that that quickly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so <clears throat> then a couple months later, I'm <laughs> doing. <laughs> a couple months later, we went back up and we went to Greg Albert's apartment, the basis of Social Store, and it smelled like bacon. And we recorded. He was cooking bacon. Yeah. Yeah. And we were recorded a bunch of overdubs in his bathroom. Mm-hmm. And then. Well, so you in his bathroom, me in his kitchen living room. Yeah. Hmm. Right. Yeah. He actually plays bass on the recorded version of Force Organ. Mm-hmm. So. And could you have recorded it any other way than live? We could have. It probably just wouldn't have sounded as cool. Yeah. Mm. Wouldn't have like. It's a very international thing. Yeah. Is there anything else you guys want the world to know about Pumba? (laughs) Just list all of our dogs' names and breeds. Um. Okay. I'll start. (laughs) Leona is my favorite dog that ever walked the planet. And she's a mutt, a mix between a beagle and a lab, I guess. I don't really know what her exact, what her mom and dad were like. I don't know what they were like. I never got the pleasure to meet them. And Piper is a uh, goofy-ass golden retriever. Mm-hmm. Um, I have one dog. His name's Oliver, and he's a mix between a Newfoundland and a Great Pyrenees. And he weighs a lot of pounds, and he takes up a lot of space. He's a really wet mouth. Really Way nice. too wet. So <laughs> nice. He gets my clothes wet. He's <laughs> not that nice. He, like, leaves, like, drool and, and, like, food deposits on furniture and clothing. He's skin, too. Yeah, he steals toilet paper. Awful. Um, I have one dog, and her name is Twilly, but... Uh, within the circle of Pumbaa, she goes by Hinchman, because mm-hmm. um, Phil and Jack came to my house one day and forcibly renamed her. Um, she actually responds pretty well to it, which is funny, but today I let her into my basement. Uh, she looked at me for about five seconds, walked over, pooped in the basement, and then left, which was really aggravating because I had just let her in from outside, which is where you're supposed to poop as a dog. Yeah. She came in to poop, and then I'm pretty sure she went back outside. Which was really <laughs> pooped down here too. Yeah. We had to remove it with a snow shovel. <laughs> it was one of the largest poops I've ever seen in my life. Was it hard at least? No. No. No, no, no. it was loose. It was yeah. the worst. That's like that's like why we took up the carpet in my drum room. Because my dog pooped so many times. <laughs> and like we have to like <laughs> we have to like feed her rice and I was cooking chicken. I was cooking chicken for my dog. And I go downstairs, like, look at all my, and I was, like, looking at emails and stuff, like, pretty important stuff. And I go back upstairs, and my entire house is just smoked out, dude. And, it, like, it still smells. It was, like, three or four days ago. And it still smells terrible because there's chicken burning on the pan. I was making it special for my dog, and she didn't even have the, like, she didn't even come tell me. She wasn't barking or anything, so it just stood up there and burnt to, to a crisp. Damn. I went, I've gone through two cans of oust, and my house still Ew. smells like burnt yeah. chicken. So <laughs> like the worst burnt chicken you could ever imagine. Well, in clothing, I think the most important thing to note about Pumbaa is that uh, if you're ever walking a dog and that dog decides to like take a poop on the side of the 
thing, make sure you look at their face. <laughs> face they make. They're like taking shit in public. <laughs> well, it depends on the dog, but my dog looks like she gets really self-conscious. <laughs> she like looks at the ground. She looks around. Never, never looks up, though. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Pumba. Thanks for having us. I'd just like to do your last song. Yeah. Which is not on the new record. It's a... Right? Right. It's a uh, song we played live a couple times before. We thought it was going to be like the sound of new Pumbaa. Like the sound <laughs> of Pumbaa to come. But it kind of just sounds like... Like watered-down versions of all like of the reverb rock bands that we listen to. Um, and there is usually... There, well, there has been singing on it. Um, there aren't any official lyrics, though. So, so yeah, we always rough. make them up on the What do you guys usually about talk about? I'm just I'm curious. Yeah, our dad. Uh, yeah, usually our dads. Like, when we played at that Red Dwarf roller rink um, place. <laughs> Laser Tag Arena. Laser Tag Roller <laughs> Rink Arena um, of death. Uh, my dad was sitting in the back and wearing a really dumb hat, so I just yelled about his hat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hmm. At Beard Fest recently, Jack accused a man standing near the stage of being his dad. Yeah, I wasn't wearing, I I wasn't wearing my glasses, <laughs> but I was, like, here. trying to communicate with him, like, expressing really intimate memories from my childhood to see if he would his facial expression. And he wasn't, and I wasn't wearing my glasses, so I couldn't really tell if he was or not, but I don't think he was, and I started to get really offended. So. <laughs> wasn't his dad. Yeah. So that's why we don't sing it, unless there's enough stimulus in the room to... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Cool. Uh, excuse me. Excuse me. I, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> and Dan is officially out of Pumba. Yeah. Just like that. Lack of burps. Uh, we need to hit up Minecraft. Is that Hinchman? Yeah. Greg, can you let Hinchman in? Yeah, I will let the dog in the house. Yeah. Get it? Oh, we can keep her in here too. over your pedals, uh, will you make her an honorary member of Pumba? <laughs> oh, it wouldn't be honorary. <laughs> Just a real member of Pumba.
Pumbaa.bandcamp.com